You are listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T and Mike on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Alex slinging it towards the end zone. It's caught Beasley for the touchdown. What's up, everybody? I am back. It is off-season. I have a special guest. This is not your average podcast in the 716. I have a special guest today, and you guys may know of him. I'm going to let him do his thing and introduce himself. So thank you for uh, allowing me on the show, T. As always, nothing but love. For those who don't know, my name is Julian J. Mafia. I also show my big cousin called Mafia Talk. I'll catch us. Um, I mean, it's off season now, but you can catch us throughout the week. Normally, we do a, a post game, pre game show. Um, yeah, we're just your average fans, just like anybody else. We're not the special. We just like to talk our stuff uh, in front of the computer or in front of a camera, and just uh, let that Bills Mafia jump in. So anybody, I welcome anybody, even opposing teams, even other sports. Man, we just we just like to get here and just uh, talk our stuff together. So uh, yeah, hit me up on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on TikTok now, Instagram, so anything, man. Uh, I'm a very open book, so you hit me up, man. I, I love to bring anybody in. So um, that's Mafia Talk on uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. So, uh, yeah, give me a, give, send me a text or a message, and uh, we'll work something out. Cool. I like that. I like that. So let's get into it. We talked a little bit off camera, um, and you're not doing pods so much. Because this this last game left a ta- a, le- a nasty taste in your mouth. So give me some of your 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 takeaways from this season. So, well, to start off with that question, the takeaways on this season, the entire season in a whole, with that with this team showed me that. And correct me if I'm wrong. Everybody got their own opinions, but this team really isn't much without Josh Allen. We will still have a phenomenal defense, but to be honest, without Josh Allen. Ah, I don't know. The team will look a lot different, a lot different. With that being said, in the whole season as a whole, um, it was an expectation. Everybody would like to say Super Bowl, Super Bowl, bust. But it, now it's been Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl or bust. And now right. we've been coming up short. We haven't yeah. begun as far as we've been getting. Um, I mean, we, we could blur our answers left or right, this and that and the third. Maybe it's Josh, maybe Ken Dorsey. Maybe it's McDermott. We're gonna talk about that, but um, it, it's a lot on Josh's plate. That's that's yeah. where I really want to get to. There's too much on Josh's plate. He's not Superman. He's just a human being. He's just a quarterback. He can't win the entire game by himself. He can't play defense. He can't play special teams. So right. and he's already trying to play running back. So I mean, so with, right. with that being said, to wrap up this season, what I've seen, this this team solely relies on Josh Allen, and we really need to fix that. Now, yeah. It- no, it's, it's it's like maybe oh I seen a graph I want to say a percentage of it is like seventy five to eighty percent Josh yeah and excuse me we can't you cannot continue to bank on Josh making these crazy throws which he does which mm-hmm. is great sometimes and and I hate to say hero ball because I really hate that cowboy ball I hate all of that those terms. 
but sometimes he puts that cape on and he is Superman. But I don't need him to be Superman all the time. I need him to do it every now and again. Like you're jumping over defensive players and stuff like that. Awesome. Great. Right. Great. But we can't continue to live on off of that because if Josh, and I don't like doing or saying this, you know if Josh is somewhere, and I don't want to say it, this team would not be the same. Mm-hmm. Would not be the same. You know, that we were worried about fans when Josh got injured in that jet game. Yeah. Is he going to play? Is he going to play? Can Case Keenum come in here and, you know, win a game while Josh is resting for one to two games? And I can honestly say I was nervous. Yes, Case Keenum is a backup for a reason. Can he win you two or three games? Maybe one. You know what I'm saying? He'll keep it close. But I don't want to. I don't want to be in that where I have to rely on my backup quarterback, which they should come in and step in. But yeah. the way the, the way that they play ball and the way it's designed for this offense, it's a lot on the quarterback. Yeah. Because the running back, don't get me wrong, I love Devin Singletary. I am mm-hmm. a stay, I'm a Devin Singletary stance, which yeah. he probably won't be here next year. We don't have a run game like that. So it's all Josh Allen, for sure. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying about we cannot Josh can't be Superman. And even though he does and we love it, he can't be it. He can't. Now he to cannot. transition into that part, it fills Josh's head. Up too much, I I think, because you're putting so much on his plate, and he'll take it. He'll like, oh, it's never enough. Just throw that extra piece of steak, throw an extra potato on my plate. I'm not gonna be rude to say no, right. give me. But then he's stuffed, and like he's still trying to do so much to the point where he has to play running back. Even though Singletary, he's a decent running back, like minus the fumble numbers, which is ridiculous since he got in the league. But that's another story. He's yeah. still a decent running back. He gets the yards when we need him. He can make a person, like we always say, he can make you miss in the phone booth. He can right. get you extra yards. He'll get hit in the backfield and still manage to get to the line of scrimmage. But that 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 breakoff speed and and just the way the offense has been run is just obviously Josh Allen's the better runner. Obviously Josh Allen's the best player on the field. So we're just giving, making him do everything. It's filling up his head. So, Yes, he has to play hero ball because that's how we how we're gonna only way how we're gonna win. So then it gets into his mind where he starts making bad decisions, and that's another way, takeaway I got from the season. I feel like Josh Allen regressed a bit this season, even really? though numbers may match. Yeah, even though numbers may match, he still looked great. Deep balls look phenomenal, if not better. Maybe his deep balls looked a little bit better this year, right. but the decision making, uh-huh. it, maybe Ken Dorsey played a role into that. I probably a hundred and ten percent. But the decision making of Josh Allen this year gave me huge question marks. Where he would just throw the one play—I forgot who exactly he played—but he threw the ball up in double co- coverage in, in a thirty-yard bomb to Isaiah McKenzie. That oh, made yeah. no sense. No sense. I, you don't I want to throw a jump ball to to Isaiah McKenzie. What he's like five seven, five eight. Like yeah. that, that's just yeah. a bad decision made. Like and there's there's a couple of uh, examples throughout the season where. He was very loose with the ball, so hopefully, y'all. Uh, he, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's gonna watch the tape and clean that up. But that, oh, that's yeah. another thing that I got from the season for sure. Yeah, this was like one of his worst. I, I want to say his second year. Second year, he had a lot of turnovers, fumbles, uh, interceptions. My bad. <laughs> and this one was maybe one less 
interception. So his second year, he had a lot. But you 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 hit on something when it came to uh, Ken Dorsey. Let's so let's get it. I know fans wanted Leslie Frazier, Ken Dorsey fired at the end of this uh, season, and it's it probably won't even happen because if it would have happened, it would already happened. I think. Uh, what is your opinion? What is your opinion on Leslie Frazier and Ken Dorsey? I am. I don't want to necessarily say I'm on the fence. I, actually, I am on the fence. I, I was trying on the waters of I want them fired. I kind of hop back over because I'm like, who else is there? Like, we have a culture in Buffalo right now. We don't want random people in here or people that's not in line. Is that a problem? Is that our problem that we're so defined in our culture that we don't even look towards change or something different? Is that probably one of our reasons why we don't make up? That's another conversation. Right. But like you said, highly unlikely that we fire either of the two because we kind of need them, especially Ken Dorsey. I, I had a lot to say about Ken Dorsey throughout the year because I feel like he was the reason why our offense wasn't as electric or we wasn't as substantial, I would say. Not as electric, but we wasn't was terrible in the red zone. We wasn't really finishing drives like we used to. We kind of foot off the pedal towards the end of the season. Like beginning of the season, we scored every single opening drive. So the later season, it, we, we kind of had a couple bumps in the row. Our, our offense was – my biggest problem with our offense was that I feel like it was way too predictable. And Ken Dorsey did not scheme players to get open. It was and it got basic. Point, yes, very basic. And it got to the point where I understood Stefan Diggs' aggravation because yeah. you're not scheming him to get open. It's very easy when you can have your best player check uh, lock down Gabe Davis and double up Diggs. And now you, you have to have to have Josh resort to the other people. Hey, Isaiah McKenzie. He hasn't really been in Knox because Knox has been having the block. So he kind of right. limited his targets. And obviously, I don't know if you've seen, but for the past couple of years, the Bills have not been giving Josh all weapons in the draft. We've been drafting nothing but running backs. Like Khalil Shakir, a fourth rounder. Like we need early round receivers and weapons for Josh. And I think Shakir, I think Shakir wasn't. I, I wasn't used right this uh, this season, and I, I don't like he had. And I know it's preseason, but you see, you've seen something in Shakir where yeah, you can I say I can give him the ball, like yeah, I, you, I, the playoff game. But the thing is, why do you think he wasn't used utilizing it? Like, I obviously say, oh, we don't trust him; he's a rookie. But I mean, uh, he has some good plays. He dropped a beautiful down deep pass, but that's just rookie. That's just a rookie mistake. You I'm gotta sick book of that. that on and get him back in there. Get his cops I'm, I'm so sick of sick of the rookie stuff because I, 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 we're going to compare this team, Kansas City. Kansas City, when we first played them, they had rookies galore, and they still had it in in yeah. the championship game. Look what mm -hmm. those rookies did. Give these rookies their their chance. Yes, he's a monster. Yes, give these rookies the chance. And I don't know because. There's some people, some media out there that said it's not it's not true that Sean McDermott doesn't trust rookies. Well, from what I see, Befford, it was who was it? it was corner? It was um, he started over Elam, which yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Elam wasn't ready yet. Fine, great, but once Elam got going, you got to mm -hmm. put him in. Yeah, over Dane Jackson, you have to because he's Look, quick. He can run. He was running with freaking Tyreek um, Hill. Yeah. 
Like you gotta get this guy these snaps, and especially at a young age when you know we, we got these rookies for starting off for the first three years. So when you already build their confidence, like I like they're that dude. But when you when these players know that the coach trusts them and they give them that role, it builds their confidence too. Now this year, this is not your defense. Speaking of Elam, it's not your position, but you're so comfortable now. You're a leader. Like all right, Stephon Diggs, prime example. When he first came in here, great. They made him cap in the second year. Why is that? To boost his confidence. He was a leader. He, that's that's kind of what Stefan Diggs need. He needed that that C on his that C patch on his chest to make him want to do more because that's what he felt like he lacked. Now I don't know if you want to get into a whole conversation about Stefan Diggs. I'll I'll leave that up to you. It's because okay. I got fun. Go ahead. That 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 whole thing. I'm kind of pissed off that we're even entertaining it. That Stefan Diggs is going to the Cowboys, or he wants to leave, or but at the same time, it could happen. It, it's the league and getting rid of it is, but it's a lot. It's a lot of it's a it's a lot of dead money. If he leaves, and I just listened to a podcast, if that's, he leaves, that's a lot of dead money that the that the Bills. It's a lot of dead cap. It's a yeah. lot. So I don't see I don't see Steph leaving this year. Mm. I don't know how next year looks, but. It, Entertain you listen, there it's the off season. Yeah. And when you're yeah. hanging around with your buddies, you're yeah. talking. You're talking. <laughs> just like we just seen a picture of Vaughn with um uh Derrick Henry. Whew. Could you imagine Derrick Henry with the Buffalo Bills? I that 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 kind of that, I, I, that boggles me with that one because I don't want Derrick Henry because that kind of changes our offense. We're yeah. pass first, yeah. one second. But I can entertain it because Having Derrick Henry solidifies our run game. Well, even though we still have to work on a line, but with the Derrick Henry, you don't really need a good line. You need an all right line, a Bills offensive line. Derrick Henry's still going to get his yards. But the most important thing about bringing Derrick Henry here is you take away the snaps away from Josh, the runs away from Josh. Now, yes, of course we love when Josh Allen gets that fuck that uh, third and five first down and has to do something crazy break somebody's right. ankles or jump over, whatever. Of course we love it. But to save Josh's health and and, and the stamina and on his body, yeah. I mean, give, give that, that third and short to Derrick Henry. Let him pound forward. Right. Save the stress off. Take the stress away from Josh. Pretty much. I mean, we had an okay uh, running game this, this season. I mean, Devin Singletary averaged uh, 4.5 uh, a yard each time. So if if Devin can go and have an all right season behind that line, Derrick Henry can too. Um, right. But speaking of Ken Dorsey, I was I was with with I mean Leslie Frazier. I was just after that game, I was done. Not so yeah. much Ken Dorsey because Ken Dorsey is his first year. You're you're gonna have some bumps and bruises your first year play calling. Right. right. Um. I guess I was just disappointed when it came to uh, Ken Dorsey that he had no imagination. They were mm-hmm. they they stopped moving, they stopped motioning in the backfield, they stopped right. doing a lot of stuff. Right. And it's like you're just lining up and you're going. Like we gotta do, like you gotta do something other than line up and go. Right. So hopefully, you know, this off season he could do something to make you know these guys motion again is something because it was just so. Predictable, like you said, it was just too predictable. I I love Andy Reid's play calling. If it's Andy Reid, if it's uh, Eric Bieniemy, <laughs> whoever it is, I really don't care. It Their play hilarious. calling is beautiful. Yeah. It is, it is, and I love 
like, the thing is, like, the Chiefs is obviously our new rivals, but I don't hate them. Like, you know what it was with the Patriots. We couldn't really, yeah. we can't really say back then that yeah. they were the Patriots' rivals because he wasn't really winning any games. But with this, like, I don't hate the Chiefs. Well, obviously, I hate them when they beat us in the playoffs, but I, I have a lot of love and respect for them. Like, I don't hate Mahomes. He's a phenomenal player. I love Andy Reid. And I love right. the fact that he gives his players the ability to do whatever the hell they want to do on the field. Play ring around the rosy in the middle of an NFL game. And score a touchdown off of it. <laughs> like, like, who in, in the NFL? I could see that in Pee Wee, in Little League, high school, not even college. I could see that in high school even. But that was funny. In the NFL, but he trusts his players. Cause they're just that successful. I don't never see that ever happening in Buffalo because we're so headstrong and no that 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 is uh, um disrespectful to the league because that it all that it, it's just they, Kansas City's free. They can do what they want because they're successful and they got their weapons and they trust each other to do it. I don't know if there's enough trust in the Bills office. It's just in Josh Allen we trust him. That is it. If you can't right. do it, well better luck next drive. Like, nah, we need more. We need more. And that being said, so you kind of got into the next uh, topic that we're going to talk about. Before you switch questions, I want to talk about Leslie Frazier. Okay, go ahead. We can't fire Leslie Frazier because who else is in there? But I do put all the blame on him. He lost us two playoff games back-to-back. He lost us two playoff games back-to-back. He he, he blew the playoffs for us. Tell tell them how you feel. Yeah, Frazier blew – the Bills Super Bowl hope for the second year in a row. Well, they got to do something different. It's, it's you just but can't continue it, to go in the playoffs and just. It's like that toxic relationship. Like you can't leave your girlfriend because you're living <laughs> in the house. You're you're driving her car. You're not really doing nothing with yourself, so you can't break up with her. But like you're tired of her being on you, but you need her car. You need her a place to stay. So I'm like, you just deal with it. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. The heck with that. No way. <laughs> That, that's just uh, how I feel about it. Right, right. No, no problem. Uh, continue on, on to the, the coaches. At what point is Sean McDermott on the hot seat? Last year. Last year. Really? He, he should have been on the hot, hot seat last year. When you look at his challenge calls, he's like, what? Four for 27 on, oh. on, on his cha- challenge calls. Yes. Yes. Wow. Like, it, it is that bad. Um. But is it? It's re- it's really weird with the Bills because the people that we're trying to put on the high seat is also the people that got us out the drought that built this culture. So it's kind of hard to bite the hand that feeds you. But when his hand is feeding you garbage, not all right. Let me backtrack. Let me check myself because not like garbage. These guys are still top five team, like right. top five offense, top five defense, like but. I don't know. It's really tough because you don't want to get rid of these people and then bring somebody else in and we don't know what to do or coach doesn't agree with Josh or they don't, we don't need that. We have a good culture. So we have to take the bad with the good. But as far as McDermott on the hot seat, like you got to crank up the temperature on that right there, right there. Dean, you got to, you got to get on his ass even for Josh. Like we got to help keep these people held accountable. Just because there are our gods right now, like we all love Josh, like Josh we trust, but we gotta put blame on Josh. We gotta hold him accountable. We gotta hold Brandon Bean accountable. When you're not drafting receivers, when you know Josh Allen was your franchise uh, quarterback, 
you're supposed to get receivers in here and train them and get them going. Why would you leave? Why would you let Hodgins walk? Why? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, that 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 wide receiver is a, a lot of people said says that he is what he is and he looked good with the Giants because the Giants didn't have a lot of people. Right. And I, I'm like, whatever. I, I mean I get it because it's not just it's not just Hodges, it's other players also. But but they did they kind of did have room. If you they had room. They had room. But and this team they- Go. I'm just saying, Mackenzie got to go. Mackenzie got to go. I'm yeah, tired. yeah. Oh, yeah. This team is is so reliable. Rely on special teams. Is that they rather have more special teams players than they have offensive players? So, I mean, you could have wow. plucked wow. somebody out and had that wide receiver in there, but you know. That's no here, no there. So when it comes to Sean McDermott, I think Sean McDermott does great in the regular season. He's aggressive. He's aggressive. Like he'll go for it on fourth and five and fourth and eight. Sometimes he's very aggressive. But when it comes to the playoffs, he he's a shell of himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like he doesn't rely. He doesn't. He doesn't. He when he comes to his defense, he just doesn't trust. Not much defense. He very. Very conservative, and it kills me because it's like in the regular season you're doing this stuff, but in the playoffs you're just like, no, we're just gonna okay, come on out. We you could have went for it, like it's just it's it's aggravating and, and it's very unsettling to see a guy that does well in the playoffs and is aggressive, but isn't aggressive in uh, I mean the regular season, but isn't aggressive in the playoffs. It yeah. it, it, it makes me upset. And one thing back to what you said, like we do have a lot of players on this roster that are just special team players. They don't have a real position. Tyler Medikavich, he doesn't play defense. He's solely uh, a special teams player. Yeah. Like we got a couple. Reed Ferguson, he is just a long snapper. Yeah. Like, like we got a couple. I mean, Sarah Neal, he's also a backup, but we also got a couple players that don't have they just special teamers. Every time Sarah yeah. Neal goes into <laughs> Playing a quarterback, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Because he gives up so many plays. Every time he's out there, I'm like, somebody is injured or they're taking a breather. Sarandil, yeah, I don't ever want to see Sarandil on the defense ever, ever. Yeah. So, up to was it Teron? What's his what's the dude's name? Yeah, he's a running back, but he only plays special teams too. Oh, um, um Tywan Jones. Yes, Tywan Jones. Which yeah. I don't because know he's the he'll... fastest special teamist in the league. Yeah. Yeah. How many tackles yeah. did he have? Every... How many tackles did he make this year on special teams? Come on now, like yeah. that's that's balance. That's way that up. Like, yeah. come on, that he's is... a gunner. He's a gunner, and they love him. So you know, what are you gonna do? Like, um, like that. Yeah, but go yeah. So moving forward, uh, you we kind of hit on it a little bit. What do you think the Bills need, like, more weapons this season? What would you do to get them more weapons? Well, for the past season, I feel like we had just enough to make it. I feel like we just had enough. That last game, I don't know. I don't know what happened that game. We just – I mean, I guess we just ran out of gas, whatever. Um, we was emotionally drained, physically drained. We just – they had our number. They had our number. I really can't make an excuse. They just ha- We just couldn't do nothing against them. It's but, just like um, they came out again the second time we played them the same way the first yeah. time. 
Yeah. That, yeah. that would have happened if that game would have continued. Would have happened the same exact way. Um, we had no answers. That that Bengals team definitely had our number. No other yeah. team, and it's crazy because no other team had our number like that. Maybe the Colts that one year when they they ran all over us, but I don't know that that team. I I haven't seen the Bills get handled like like handled yeah. like that in some time. So yeah. that, that that was tough to see. But that was coming in, yeah, very very because the whole the whole nation was rooting for the Bills. And honestly, with this whole NFL's rigged, which I kind of believe it still is, but come on, you got to agree with me. Like, let's try to take as much Bills fandom out of us. If the NFL was truly rigged like this, why did we – like, why didn't the Bills win? <laughs> why didn't you make the Bills win? That wouldn't have been a movie, a movie out of everything Buffalo went through when it came from the beginning of the year with the top shooting. Shout out RP to the Angels. But from that to the storms to the injuries – to Von Miller, we spent all this money, big transition for him to be in the playoffs, and he got hurt, so he's not in the playoffs. Micah Hyde, and then DeMar Hamlin, and this, and that, and the third. The Blizzards, and everybody, like, 40 people dying in the blizzard. Right, and right. So much. Like, I don't know. That That's 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 what, I don't know. That's the, that's my little conspiracy theory. Talk. No, you're good. You're good. You're definitely good. Um, so it's, it's the off season, and I like to keep it light, and uh, we're going to play a little game. So Sweet. we're gonna. This is what we're doing. Never heard about this, so you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You should get with this. So it's either this or that. It's a quick fire questions I got for you, and you gotta say one or the other that you like. Right. So uh, let me find this. Do I have it? I do. Okay. So it's the first time I'm doing this, this segment. And you're Sweet. my first. Yeah, you're my first guest. So get it. basketball or football? Football, obviously. Okay. Podcasting or radio? Podcasting. Yeah, podcasting. Okay. Morning person or late night? Late night, obviously. Okay. Playoff games or regular season games? I mean, if it's this or that, I'm not even going to give you an explanation. I, I, you can if you want to spy. Okay. It's tough because, I mean, playoff games, it's do or die. Like, that that that's, gives it the extra feel for it. But, I mean, regular season, I mean, I, I stick with playoffs, playoffs, because it's just that extra feel in yeah. it because it's not like basketball where it's a seven-game series. Right. No, either you win or you lose. Yeah, could so, you imagine having, like – they the can't. Two, I know they can't. It'd just be too much. <laughs> It'd be too much. Right. It's like that's insane. But two um, out of three, I don't know. Maybe. Right, right, right. Uh, Super Bowl or NFL playoffs? NFL playoffs. Okay. NFL playoffs because I remember watching uh, my interviews of other players who've been in the Super Bowl, and all of them said that the um the conference game. Feels so much more winning the conference game than it is winning the Super Bowl, oh. because like they made it to that game. Like they're, I don't know. It's like once they did it, all right, now we can just relax. But it's actually the feeling that we made it and we're going to that big game to give it our all. Like they said, that's the biggest feeling. But like once the Super Bowl is over, it's like, all right, you're the champions. No more football. Now what? 
Right. So right, right, I'll right. say the playoffs because now I know there's always a game next week. Gotcha. Um, NBA All Star Game or the NFL Pro Bowl? Got to be the NBA. I, I, but the thing is, I haven't been watching the, the All Star games. But I mean, the clips I've watched, yeah. Now that depends. Are you talking about from this year flag football or like previous years? Uh, let's just do this year. Right. Okay. Well, I like what they did this year. It was kind of cool how they did a whole weekend thing, a couple games here, a couple games there. But um, I don't know. I, I, I like the NBA All Star Weekend. I, I, yeah. don't know, I feel like they're more entertaining. You got the three-point contest, the dunk contest. They got the all-star game, and they actually play. Even though they really don't, like, there's barely any defense as well. I but know. They get loose with the dunks. They, they yeah. have fun. I don't know. It's like the past couple of seasons with the, the Pro Bowl, this hasn't been much. Like, it, it, it's not football. <laughs> they need to do something for on both ends, though, I think. Because even in the NFL, it, like you said, the Pro, it's just it's it's hard to watch. Yeah, because you're not doing anything. I watched the NBA All Star Game. I was just like, "What is this?" <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's corny. I'm sorry. Yeah. They got to do something else. They have to do something else. I like, I like the little games though. I definitely like the little games. Like they need to do the farthest throw and yeah, I like the videos like back then with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady where they run a little obstacle course and they gotta, they got the paint on the ball and gotta hit the target. Like that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. They gotta, they gotta figure it out because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really declining. Yeah. All right, last question. If you had to drop one social media platform, you couldn't you could not use it anymore. Which one would it be? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok? Well, Instagram and TikTok I barely use, so I would say that, but talk about my most important ones that I use, obviously. Uh well tw- Twitter and Facebook is what I normally use. Uh-huh. Um I would want to say Facebook because that's like the most toxic one, but those are the most people I get in contact <laughs> with. Twitter, Twitter, my Twitter is just Bill Twitters, nothing but Bill. So I would want to keep my Twitter because that's literally where I get all my information from. Right, my, right. All Bill's Mafia, what's going on, especially during the season. I tell them like, oh, what's a good spot to eat or where everybody meeting up at or like everybody flows my joint. Like even one time I said, what's a good breakfast spot? Even uh, Nate Geary jumped on it. Joe Miller jumped on my like, oh shit, my joint's blowing up. I'm like, damn, I ain't expect me to be this this popping. Like right. So I definitely would rather keep Twitter over uh Facebook. Okay, good. So speaking of that, this is actually the last question. Um I seen you I seen you out there this season at the Mafia House and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Tell me about that experience. Oh, that day, oh, it was a wonderful day. Well, first of all, shout out nothing but love to the market dominator, Joe Spascheck. Um, that day we, we got together at the uh, resurgence. Um, me, me and him, we had a great conversation. Um, we was talking. Me and my uh, mother in law, she she's a huge Steelers fan. When I when when I got with my woman, um, there's nothing about battle because her mom is a Steelers fan, her dad is a Patriots fan, and her her brother is a Panthers fan. Oh, wow. so every time we get together, it's just nothing but trash talking. <laughs> yeah, where she got to come in and break it up. Like yeah. So, um, but it's, it's all in love. And then, nice. what, two years ago, the home opener where the Steelers came, that was our first game together. She chopped it out fresh off the COVID year. So okay. when she got those tickets, I'm like, oh, my goodness, you spent the arm and the leg. You took me, like, I love you. And then, right, uh, right. yeah, and I was telling, telling uh, John Spaschek about that and telling him we wasn't able to afford the game this year. And then, yeah, he blessed us. He definitely blessed oh, really? us. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, like, and, and with me, the way I, I, I grew up, like, we don't get stuff like that. We don't get blessings like that. Like, even at random raffles, I don't win nothing. But, right, like, right. that really touched me. So, nothing but love to John That's Smash. That's pretty cool. Man, quick quick shout out, man. If you're looking for a house, hit up Joe Miller. He'll hit him up. Man, he, he he's a real one because he didn't have to do it. He don't know right. me from nothing. We were just talking. He felt me. And I don't know. He was yeah, he blessed me. Yeah, I see that. you guys over there talking for a minute. So I mean, yeah. that's pretty awesome. That's pretty yeah. Cool. So that, that was wonderful. So I, I I was able to take my uh, mother in law to the game. Man, we had a blast because the first time we went, the first year we went, we got there late. The game was one o'clock. We got there like eleven thirty. Had to fight through everything, but we got there bright and early. We got to walk around. We met her peoples. We all uh, took the shot ski. Oh, uh, that was great. Then, uh, <laughs> we went to the mafia house. There was a dude wearing just a speedo, and it was cold. It okay. was it wasn't freezing, but we were bundled up. Right, yeah, right. He was wearing just a speedo and a Bills hat. So shout all out to that right. guy. Okay. And then uh, yeah, we was all partying at the mafia house, and then the news camera crew came up like, "Oh, get together!" I'm in the middle like, "Hey, yeah." So yeah, I'm on my way to the game. Everybody calling like, "Yo, bro, I see you on TV." I'm like, that's "Yo, that's cool. the stuff. That's the stuff, man." That's I gotta get down to the mafia house. I I, I don't oh, do man. I don't do crowds. I don't I like have my people at the house and we just chill. But I, I gotta get out there. I definitely, I definitely and the thing is, is so loving. I went there for the Tennessee game. I had no tickets, but I was in the area and I didn't have nowhere to watch the game. I'm like, I could just go to the stadium, and I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna have a TV yeah. outside. Oh yeah. Me and my sure. buddy went out there. We walk around. We went to the mafia house. There was like three people watching. I asked him, like, "Oh, you might watch the game with them." Nothing below. We joined their party. Another group let them let us join their party. They giving us food, beer, everything, drinks. We partying. Nothing below. Nothing but hospitality. I don't even know, never seen these people in my life, but they treat you like family. So that's yeah, yeah. You can that. go down there and have a blast. I love that. Well, I thank you for coming on today. Um, thank you for having always me. a pleasure. Thank you. Always a pleasure coming on. Tell the people again where they can find you um, and anything that's coming out for you guys um, this week or whatever. Absolutely. Well, first of all, TSL, the queen, nothing but love. Show me love since day one. Yes. So, still ain't much, but we, we, we slowly grinding and building and growing. But, uh, and uh, everybody, if you want to say my stuff, you know, like, share, subscribe, follow TSL, everything she's doing with the Built in Buffalo, not your ever podcast, you know, she's a real one. Like, she's genuine. She's genuine. She don't know me like that, but she reached out. I reached out. We get together, and it, like I said, it, it's one of those vibes where we don't know each other, but it felt like we known each other for years. For it's sure. just that type of vibe. But my name is Julian J. Mafia. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everything, and Mafia Talk, um, a Buffalo Bills podcast. Um, hit me up on Twitter. I like to do my little segment called uh, Mafia Moments. And it's just, I ask, uh, I got to get you on, man. Yes. I've been, like, I've been neglecting that. I know, I know after that last game, I haven't been on my on my show lately. But uh, soon enough, we're going to get it. We're going to get that joint back and rolling. We're going to start talking about the offseason, transitions, draft, so so such and forth and all that. But anybody, you want to jump on my show, talk some stuff, tell me how you became a Bills fan, please hit me up. Julian Colon on Facebook, um, Mafia Talk Bills on Twitter. Let me know. We'll set something up. I do. I love to support. Let's let's get this thing going. Awesome. Thank you. Again, thank you for coming on. And um, I got to hit you up again. Have you on during uh, 
like when we do our drafts and our uh, free agency. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely DM you and, and let you know what's up. Thank you again for coming on. As always, thank you. And go yeah. Bills. Always go Bills. This is Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. I am your host, T-Y'all. Peace and always go Bills. I want to be <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hey, everything on three. Number three. One on one, one on three, one, two, three. So that gets me going, man. Do me a favor. Say a prayer, a typical one. Go Bills. <laughs>